0: Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for being with us on KFOR-FM 103.3, 1240 AM. It is 845, and it's a good time to reach out to Mayor Gaylor Baird to talk about city business. Good morning, Mayor. Hey,
1: good
0: morning, Gail. Oh, I hope you have a window view right now, Mayor. I'm looking out to the west, and I don't see a cloud in the sky. It looks to be breathless out there. What a beautiful day in Lincoln, Nebraska.
1: Absolutely, Uh, and it's Friday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, good point. That always adds to the smile. Hey, let's start with the new uh, $25 million headquarters for StarTran. That's a good place to start, the Lincoln Multimodal Transit Center at 10th and L. Uh, More than a bus depot, explain the use of the term multimodal.
1: Well, this is just a huge victory for the city. Yes, $23.6 million from the feds to help us design and build a new transit center for downtown, and something we've been wanting to do for years. Um, Probably one of the largest competitive grant awards in city history, so we are really thrilled because this will help make life better in Lincoln. And and you asked about multimodal, while well, it will of course facilitate the efficient operations of Startran and new headquarters for them and you know more amenities for drivers and riders. Uh, it is also a place where people will be able to transfer to other modes of transportation. Uh, If people want to ride the bus downtown and then then walk to work or grab a scooter or hop on one of our bike share, there will be opportunities to connect to other forms of transportation at the transit center.
0: So in addition to buses, there will be eight bays for buses, sheltered areas for passengers to board the buses, covered walkways, a waiting room, Uh, bike LNK, scooter LNK rentals, there's a facet of the multimodal definition, all of that will be available. What is the timeline on this project, Mayor?
1: You know, the grant will help us with planning, design, and then execution. So there will be time to get public input, a lot of resident engagement, there'll be design work, and then we hope to have this ribbon cut sometime in 2025, if all goes well
0: an amazing set of drawings for this mayor it looks just phenomenal just to the north of the Mm -hmm. county city building correct in that parking lot area
1: yep that's right and it will also have parking again we will we will be continuing to have parking there so it'll be a taller structure with with room for many many different purposes and and we're so glad to have this opportunity to have an inside area for folks not only to come to work at StarTran, but also for our riders to have a more comfortable experience. There'll be, you know, indoor air conditioning, bathrooms, and you know, a huge improvement over the, you know, little shelters that we have currently outside the Golds building. And by the way, by moving this, we help facilitate redevelopment on the Golds building block. So this this really, you know, not only helps facilitate people getting to work, but it also helps facilitating facilitating the development of downtown that helps our local economy.
0: On downtown, uh, for some reason, uh, Mayor... Uh, Beitler just popped into my head, and I remember a conversation I had with him when there were a couple of open spots downtown, Mayor. Mm. Uh, we're completely off script here. I'm sorry, but it just reminded me when you talk about the Golds Building, I would ask him periodically about the the two vacant spots, and when when "When are you going to build some? When is the government going to? When is this?" And he said, "It has to be organic. In order for it to be successful, it has to be organic." And his words are so true. Uh, because you have to you you, you can 't twist an arm of a developer to to build a building or to renovate a structure that 's already there they have to want it it has to be good for them and that 's the case with the golds building is where i 'm going with this it was organic
1: yeah that 's right we 've had you know many people be interested in that block, but you know the the transit hub there has been a hindrance to being able to do some of that work because, of course, they need to get in the right-of-way. They need to work in the sidewalk area. We'll be actually making some adjustments to the transit um, center that we have now. Those stops will be moving partly across the street Mm -hmm. and also south because we need to facilitate the demolition and then rebuild um, of the site.
0: Mayor Gaylor Bayard on Lincoln Live with me this morning. Uh, Lincoln police officers are set to become the highest paid in the state. 17.5% incremental salary raises over a three-year contract. When this was first announced, Mayor, I heard someone say that they would rather have seen smaller raises and use the money available to hire more officers. And I thought to myself, well, if the pay isn't adequate hiring becomes even tougher. So uh, th- the city doesn't have an unlimited amount of money for Lincoln Police. I get that. So I bring it to you. Talk a bit about balancing mm-hmm. higher salaries while still needing to hire in sheer numbers more police officers.
1: Right. Well, we see that having a wonderful salary and benefits package is one of your top strategies for recruiting people to the force. and and making sure that we continue to retain the professionals we have and our police officers are now the highest paid in the state so that gives us an edge as we go out and try and recruit the best to our team and it also just demonstrates the value that we place on the safety of our community and the conditions for our workforce you know those salaries and benefit packages they they help set high expectations as well they communicate uh, a demand for a professional workforce is going to help us draw people who want to meet those high expectations. And, uh, you know, we, we've also put in some other provisions around the probationary period so that we have a longer opportunity to evaluate officers and ensure that, you know, we are um, increasing accountability and, and allowing for more time to, to train and have a uh, qualified, excellent force on the streets
0: had a conversation recently with Police Chief Teresa Ewens on this subject. And listeners, if you missed that conversation for Lincoln Live, you can always go to the KFOR podcast tab at kfornow.com. You'll also eventually find this conversation of Lincoln Live with Mayor Gaylor Baird. Uh, Talk about the significance of the near $5 million being awarded to 15 tourism nonprofits.
1: Yeah, this this is part of what I was calling a, our $30 million Thursday last week when we, of course, found out that we received the huge federal grant and, you know, did a press conference to announce the recipients of nearly $5 million in our American Rescue Plan funds. The city and county have joined forces since we got our local allocation of American Rescue Plan dollars. We've worked together to distribute those funds to help support our community's economic renewal. And part of that's looking at... Industries that have been disproportionately affected and so we focused in on our tourism industry And we made 15 grants to area nonprofit tourism organizations everything from the art sector to museums to music to sports and and places like our children's zoo and our children's museum so um, We we have intentionally focused on these this industry to try and help them recover from what were clear pandemic-related losses and to help get them back on track and and support new programming that will not only make life great in Lincoln for all of us who live here, but also to draw more visitors to the capital city.
0: Mayor Gaylor Bayer joining me on Lincoln Live this morning. Uh, As we speak, Mayor, uh, a new position. I'm turning to the budget now, by the way, transitioning into the budget, which is a process undergoing, still under uh, under construction uh, in the city. As we speak this morning, a new position of environmental health director stays in the health department budget. Uh, council member uh, Richard McGuinness didn't see a need for a newly created position for someone to educate people about climate change. And I know climate change, you are passionate about climate change. I get that, Mayor, and that's a subject to why I brought that up this morning. Where do you come down on creating a new position titled environmental health director? Mm-hmm
1: well this is an important position that is going to be in our health on our health team and you know i have a resilient lincoln initiative it's looking at how we can protect our interests our people our property against the impacts of climate change and and what this person will really be doing is is how is is helping us to do just that this person will coordinate planning to protect people against extreme heat and flooding and other climate impacts and, and, and that's especially important for some of our most vulnerable residents like our seniors or folks with low incomes or new Americans in our community who may have language barriers to information that they need to protect themselves. So, you know, if you're looking, looking to understand better what this, like an example of what this person would do, they might help coordinate and establish cooling stations in the community and in our senior centers. They might help develop evacuation plans if in multiple languages in the event that we have floods. So really this is about emergency response, it's about protecting property and infrastructure and people.
0: Mayor, not a day goes by that I don't see at least two, maybe as many as six Teslas driving around in Lincoln, and they all need to be plugged in somewhere. Uh, Any progress report on plug-in stations for electric, for EVs?
1: You know, we have a collaborative that we've established between the city, the county, LPS, um, LES, and UNL, and we are working together to plan for how we deploy electric vehicle charging infrastructure and how we might work together to, to make those kinds of purchases so that we save money and, and have efficient efficiency across our community there is money coming down from the feds for these purposes so we are working now in the planning stage to get ready for for those for the deployment of that infrastructure and, and yet we want to support the growing market demand for electric vehicles
0: well, Mayor, just a couple of minutes left. We made it through the summer without any form of water rationing. Yay!
1: Yeah, we're really pleased. You know, it's, it's something we keep an eye on. Our, our LTU team is monitoring constantly, sending us reports, and, and we're really pleased that, that that's been the case this year.
0: When you talked with leaders through the course of the summer, people in the water department, uh, mm-hmm. how close did it come at any point to having citizens on a watering schedule?
1: I don't know how to give you a, you know a specific answer to that question, other than they certainly were flagging that um, we want to. It's a concern, but but at this point we don't um, no prediction that that there will be those kinds of restrictions. Um, and, and I was always pleased to hear that from them.
0: This is an opportunity for you to also quickly talk about the fact that Lincoln is in the process of finding a, a second abundant water source.
1: Yeah, this is a signature uh, initiative. We are. Absolutely committed to identifying this basic need for our community, so we can support the growth of Lincoln into the future, and make sure we're resilient against you know impacts to our well field that we have today. Um, people 100 years ago did this when they when they you know put pipe in the ground all the way to Ashland to draw water from the wells that we have there now uh, in the well fields along the Platte River. And now, really, it's our turn to identify the second source that will allow our city to continue to grow and have what it needs for just basic daily life.
0: Oh, Mayor, you, you see the news. So many places along the Colorado River are, are, lakes and streams are just bone dry now. Their water source is all dried up.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we, we are preparing and planning to avoid those kinds of situations for our community. Um, You know, we were founded along the banks of Salt Creek. Lincoln doesn't have a a river to draw from, so we know that we have to be thinking long-term about how we source this basic service and, and and, and natural resource for our community.
0: Mayor, I just have a few seconds left. Uh, did you have a good summer? Characterize your summer for me. Did you did you travel? Uh, anything exciting?
1: That, uh... You know, it's what, it's a sentimental summer for me, too. Yeah. I um I have three kids, and my youngest just started high school um, this week, and my other two are going to be heading off to college mm-hmm. shortly. So it's going to be really different uh, volume in the Baird household, and I've just been kind of savoring what little time I get with all of them um, because they're pretty busy, but. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'd say sentimental. It's been a sentimental
0: summer. Mayor, after sentimental comes ep- empty nesting, you and know. that's when you pop the champagne cork, uh, <laughs> figuratively maybe, literally. I don't know, but yeah,
1: probably both.
0: <laughs> there's your transition. That's going from sentimental to uh, to empty nesting. So, mayor, I always value these uh, conversations that we have every month, and well, I, I like very fun. much appreciate you catching us up on. City business.
1: Oh well, likewise, Dale. Thanks so much for time time with you and your
0: show and your listeners. Thank you, Mayor Mayor Gaylor Bayer, joining me on Lincoln Live.